Welcome to track number 37 of The Powers of a Cross. We're just going to have a short session and then we'll break and then come back. The power of the cross is a power that is released in a pastor that enables him to love a church. Do you have that? The power of the cross is the power released that enables you to become a sweet-smelling offering. Do you have that? Huh? Sweet smelling. That's number 30. What do you think? Ephesians 5, to walk in love as Christ also has loved us and has given himself for us as an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling savor. Amen? Now, how many want to smell sweet? Wow. You have to give up your life. In the next years, few years to come, you are going to find yourself becoming a sweet smelling. How many want to smell like a toilet to Jesus? You know one of the reasons why I don't like bad smells is because I learned in physiology that when you smell something, it's little particles of the thing that are in the atmosphere that dissolve on your nasal mucosa and then give you that sensation. Dr. Joe, is it not true? Yeah. Yeah. So anytime you are smelling something, it's little particles of that thing that are moving. And then it's just entering your this and then it gives you that sensation. On the mucosa of the nose. Mercy. So that is, that is one of the reasons why you need to get as far as possible from bad smells. So God wants to get as far from you as possible. When you are not pleasing to him. But when you smell something nice, you want to get nearer. Come closer to me. In it. Come closer. All right? Great. So the, the number 30, oh, how many want to smell nice? Do you know, one of the greatest blessings in this world is to be liked. And it's to be wanted. You know, I was explaining the other day that, you know, rapists, it's a very bad thing. You know, sometimes, at one time I was thinking of rapists and wondering what causes them to do that. And I realized perhaps no one likes them. No girl wants, I said, yes. No girl would want this person. And so he takes it by force. Do you see? Huh? The violent take it by force. Mercy. So brothers and sisters, I want you to become someone that is God's, God's attraction. You know, when, where, as far as you are concerned, they send more angels. More power is released for you. What do you think? Is it a good idea? Wonderful. Sweet smelling savor.
Hmm? Next time you enter a toilet and it's smelling bad. Just remember, are you like Jesus? Are you like this to Jesus? Now, how did Jesus become a sweet smelling savor? In Ephesians chapter 5, are you there? Have you opened your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 5? How Jesus became a sweet smelling savor. Okay? He says, and walk in love as Christ also loved us and has given himself for us. He has given himself for us an offering. Huh? He gave himself as an offering. What do you think? Huh? He gave himself as the offering. And that made him smell sweet. I believe that when I gave myself to the ministry, it causes sweet smell to come to God. What do you think? Yeah. And that's not the end. You have to keep on giving yourself as an offering to the Lord. All through your life, you have to keep on giving yourself to the Lord. So that you smell sweet. So when you have the ability or release yourself to suffer for God. Do you see? Thank you. To suffer for God. Then you make yourself smell sweet. Amen. Amen. Wow. The ability to make yourself smell sweet to God. That ability to make yourself attractive to God. Huh? It's not in compensating. It's in giving your life. Give your life. Huh? I'm going to show you the effects of not giving the sacrifice. There are about seven of them. Terrible. Pray that it will not be you. Shandalama Kabila Bolo Sandalaba. Oh, to be attractive. To attract angelic support. When, when you smell that, oh, to attract financial support. Some of you don't attract finances. You don't attract promotion at all. You don't attract financial increase. You work hard. But real promotion comes from God. Let me tell you a secret. People would not like to tell you, especially when we preach these steps. 95% of us will basically eat, drink, sleep, have somewhere to stay by the end of our lives. That's basically all that we will do. No matter the goals and visions you set. In fact, maybe more, maybe more than 95%. Very few 
will have more than that. And the best evidence of that is as you are now. Yeah. The best evidence, because you've been, you've been working very hard. Though. And basically, what do you have? You eat. You drink. You buy clothes. You have somewhere to stay. Whether it's your own or you rented it. Basically. And when you die, most people have nothing when they die. Most. Did your father leave something for you when he died? Most of us had nothing. Just a few people have something left behind. Yeah. Or you've not noticed eh? These are. Let me tell you, there are two ways to learn something. Number one, the first way is to learn it issue by issue. But the second way is to stand back and look statistically. And that's what Americans do a lot of. And even Europe, I mean, developed place. They always stand back and look and say, okay, one in 5,000 and this, like this. One in this, this. People who drink water first thing in the morning mostly have this. Those who wave their hands to the right usually have this. Those who do this have that. They stand and they always come up with that statistic. If you stand and look at your life. from Since you started working hard. Ellen, how old are you now? 39. Since you started working very hard. Up till today. Almost for 40 years. What do you have? You eat. Were you eating in Ghana? Ellen, were you eating in Ghana? Are you eating here? Okay. You drink. Were you, were you drinking in Ghana? Did you drink Coke in Ghana? Did you drink Coke here? Good. You have a bed to sleep on. Do you, do you have somewhere to sleep? Did you have somewhere to sleep in Ghana? All your life, have you had somewhere to sleep? Okay. You have clothes. Did you have clothes in Ghana? You have clothes here. That's it. Do you have something to leave for your children now? Did you have something to leave for your children then? Do you have something to leave for your children now? The answer is probably you, did, you, you didn't have and you still don't have. It, it's difficult to see that. It's so true. And that's why when you give yourself to God, it still amounts to basically the same thing. But your sweating was for God. You see, so your life sort of comes a certain... There's a certain satisfaction that my life was not useless. Because at the end of the day, it was still eating, still drinking, still having clothes, still but it was, even if I didn't have anything and I fell into the 95% of people, it was for a reason. A better, higher reason. Do you understand? It was for a higher, better reason. So after 40 years of living, you have lived longer than you will live, Probably. Yeah. After 40 years, you've probably lived longer than you will live. What did you have when you were 25? Did you have clothes? That's why I'm saying that. Do something to attract. Do something to make yourself smell nice. Give your give up your give yourself. I don't say compensations. Look, there are even some gifts when you give, they are even insulting. 
the person can see that this is not worth anything. That is why perhaps rich people will know that I'm, I am not easily impressed with them. Because look, what is difficult for you is it's not even difficult for a rich man. But a rich man will give far more and you'll be so impressed with him. Always go, oh, thank you so much for this presentation. Without you, we have not been able to do this great work of God. Oh, glory be to God. All our prayer partners are now praying for you. <laughs> meanwhile, 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 it, 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 was, it, had, it was almost nothing. You see when the person is spending on himself or herself. So, look, decide to give yourself. Your, when I say yourself, I'm not talking about two evenings in a week. Tuesday evening and Sunday evening. I'm not talking about two, two days. Yourself. Basically, you eat, you will drink, you will buy clothes. You live. Same Pastor Obi. He's eating, he's drinking, he's wearing clothes, he's driving a car, he has a house. And it's for a part, but this time it's for a different reason. <laughs> what do you think? So live for him. Give yourself not something. God doesn't want something, he wants you. Paul wrote to the Corinthians, he said, For they were willing, for they gave of themselves first before they gave. God wants you to give yourself. Amen. He wants a life. The, the sweetness is in the blood. God wants to see blood. Blood is life. Any woman who is trying to be pregnant is sad when she sees blood. Why? At the end of the month. The life, the possible life, the life they were hoping to have has come out. Because the life is in the blood. That's the life. When you see the blood, it is the life that didn't come. It's come out. Oh, you, you still don't understand it? the message. The life is in the blood. The power is in the blood. And what God wants from you is your life, the blood, sacrifice, the offering. Amen? Amen. Oh, you still don't get a message. I want you to smell sweet and attract. You see, butterflies and other insects are attracted to certain smells. When God starts likening you to a smell... He's talking about the attraction of things to you. Yeah. So when he's now showing you that the power of the cross is the power to cause attraction. You know, since I started doing certain things, the healing Jesus crusade, I've attracted money that I've not attracted before. 
I, I myself am surprised. When somebody says, have somebody given you an offering of this amount before to work for God? I've, all my years as a pastor, I've never had, and I will not mention, when people, I've watched people on television say, has somebody given you this? Mike Maddox is going to pray for somebody. Has somebody given you a, a seed of this amount, one million dollars before he could come and pray for him to receive such a seed? As soon as I entered into certain things, certain aroma. I myself, as I do the when I watch the things, I moved. Yesterday there were some tears in my eyes as I was watching. And I've watched it before. But I've watched it many times. Because I'm part of the TV team. Yeah. But even a human being it will to touch your heart. See? And you see, it, 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 it like, it's like the pouring. The day you step in Uzbekistan, it's like perfume has been poured all over you. And suddenly there will be an aroma. Angels, finances, help, protection, protection for here, protection for your liver, protection for your eye, protection for your neck, protection from, for those two breasts of yours. Hey! What do you think? Receive it. Not by just raising of hands. <laughs> so God is requiring of you more than just a couple of tidbits here and there. He wants your life. And when you give your life, you see, a shock surprising thing happens. You live again. That's why Paul said, nevertheless I live. So even though it seems that I have sacrificed my life, nevertheless, look at me. Nevertheless I live. <laughs> nevertheless. Are you, are, you, are, you, are you not nevertheless living? Yeah. Are you nevertheless living? Nevertheless you are living. Yeah. So people, don't let anything to be too hard for you for God. Because it was not too hard for him to come from glory above to come to you to save you. It wasn't too much, too far, too difficult, too hard. It wasn't too much. So let there be nothing that is too much, too hard. And don't expect money from God. Expect just his love. If only he will pour his perfume. See? That's, that you've become nice smelling to him. That's all. Wow. What do you think? You want to smell nice. And attract. One day I went into a toilet. Public toilet. You know, it, it, that's why I've been saying this. Now I went. And when I entered, I mean it was a business. There was nobody there. But I tell you, I don't know who had been there. But somebody had been there. And I tell you, it was, if I see something was even smeared on the wall, but there was nothing. It was so strong. Oh, I think, I think the person wasn't feeling well.
I see a certain perfume being poured out on you. Okay, okay. 31. The power of the cross is the power to cancel all legal demands against you. Legal demands and claims that are being made against your life. It's the power. When Christ when Christ came are you there? Wow, what happened? When Christ came, huh? The devil was legally requesting that we should be brought to his prison. <laughs> it was legal. Crispin, legally, you should have to go to prison. Legally. But Christ came with his get out of jail free cards. And even though there were so many judgments from this court, Supreme Court, High Court, Magistrate Court, whatever court, International Court, from the Hague, eternal courts that you should be put away. Those legal claims could not be fulfilled. Because what? You know, when, when your children are growing up, one of the things you have to tell them is that, look, there is a place where daddy cannot help you. Is it not true? There is a place where mommy cannot help you. No matter how much money he has or she has. You do this, you do this, you do this, but they cannot help you. That's the reality of life. No matter how much they can, they have influence, they cannot help you. It's like the guy who went to Singapore, he went to chew gum or graffiti. He was writing graffiti somewhere. They lashed him. They arrested him. President Clinton himself appealed. There was six lashes. If you go to a public toilet and you don't flash it, they will find you. you are not, chewing gum is not allowed in that country. Yeah. Spitting is not allowed. You spit. And, and that's why their country is clean. Well, I went to Tamale one time and I saw in the hospital, that means they don't spit here. All over. But I didn't even know what it means. But I was going up the, uh, the hospital, the stairs. So I was going and I was going to touch it. Somebody said, hey, do not touch it. Look at all the world. They spit all on the walls. All the way up. Every and that is why that particular uh, sign, uh, sign was there. That means they don't spit here. <laughs> what do you think? They will kill him. So this guy, he came to write on the walls or whatever, and they lashed him. We're going to lash him six lashes. President Clinton, Clinton tried to prevent it. But what I'm trying to say, there is a place where the legal demands and claims made cannot be set aside. So they lash you, and to lash you, they remove your trousers and your pants. 
and they lash you with a particular cane. And the mark will never go for the rest of your life. And Peter, they say they do on the same place or the same line, the same spot or different spot. Isn't it the same spot? It's a professional cane. So, so President Clinton's intervention reduced the lashes from six to four. That was, that was all. And that should show you that each one is not a small thing. <laughs> now, Colossians chapter 2, verse 13, gives a very powerful revelation about how the legal claims and demands are cancelled. Now notice, look, Colossians 2 verse 13 and verse 14. It says, you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, had he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us. He blotted out the handwriting. What does the American say? Cancelled what? The certificate of death. Hey. Death which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to where? Only the cross you can nail such a certificate to. That it will be, from now it will be ignored. Are you there? Are you listening to me? It's only the cross on which you can nail certain papers. Your sins... Sins. You come. Your sins, Abby. All your sins. This is the legal reason why you are going to hell. And all this, eh, it can be nailed to the cross. And when they see it nailed to the cross, they don't come for it again. Once it's nailed to a cross. That's why Jesus came. And that's why he climbed the cross. To nail the true realities. Look, one day I went to the prison. I wanted to set everybody in the prison free. But I couldn't. Because there were reasons why they were there. I couldn't. I mean, real reasons. So your sins... Look at, look at the list. Very long. Front page and back page. Even the back is longer. Huh? Including saying that you are coming to take over my message. <laughs> they are nailed to the cross. And that's it. Nobody can touch it. When it's on the cross, you can't. You can't. You can't. He nailed it to the cross. Contrary to your ex- existence, the things were cancelling your life. 
that he was nailed to the cross. Wow. Clap for Jesus. All your sins. Long list. And like, think about it. All these long things. So many details. Hmm? Okay, Le, Are you also thinking about it? Your life. All the things you've done. In detail. And your thoughts. <laughs> your mind. The things you did. The things you didn't do. You were supposed to do. You didn't do. All are written. Christ. So Christ came. Come, Chris. All your sins. You see, this was your, your sins. And all your sins. And Christ came to bring it. Then he went and took it. The cross. Nailed it. And then, that's it. So, you mean I'm free? Say, yeah, it's here. Free. So now you are a saint. Saint Chris. A saint. Because all your crimes. Hey, are you not happy that all your crimes have been taken and nailed to the cross? Wow. (laughs) Many crimes. So, and you to your sins. Your sins. (laughs) Your sins are so many that they form a book. A book of sins. And he took the book. My friend, stand up. So you see, on this one cross, you have nailed. And then books. It is so heavy that it's, if you don't take care, it cannot be nailed. For the saints. In books. But the, the nails are all big nails. They can, they can handle all books. All things that have been written. Now, in some... Some of the places that God wants you to go as a lay person. All that God wants go and find a job there and let us help to start a church there. Even if it's a, a, not a known place that you know. Okay? Yes. And all those things, there are people with demons have files. One day I heard somebody pray. He said, all evidence. <laughs> evidence. Against me. Against my life. And my ministry. I cancel it in the name of Jesus. Hey! I saw there was a meaning to the prayer. Evidence. This is the evidence. And you see, the demons are holding the evidence. Looking for somebody to talk. And bring it out. And use it to make a case. About you. Yes. That's why we don't talk to journalists. At all. Zero. The other day I was on a golf course and I saw a journalist came and said, I'm a journalist. 
and I want to. I said, you are what? From a newspaper. And they are trying to write about Christians or pastors who play golf. Uh, I look at him, la. I say, you, very bad man. I said, ah, ah, I'm coming. That was it. I went. I should talk to you, la. Wicked people. That's why when we dedicate our church and we have any problem, we don't invite them. We don't speak in the microphone. They'll come and take pictures of you as you are doing. When there's any trouble, those pictures that they took, when they were dedicating and all ceremonies, those are the pictures that they will use. Hey! They are wicked. They haste on their fast, waiting for trouble. And they'll bring out and say, the man, this, 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 this. Those very pictures. And they will interview you and then all the good things you said, they will take and take a piece out. Like that. One day I went to a church, they had different cam- t- television uh, microphone. I said, remove this microphone. I will not preach here. If all this TV, whatever. I will not preach to television. I didn't come to preach to television. Uh, we just take a part and say, Bishop, whatever, calls on government to, to stop flying to America for aid. That's all that they will say. Maybe I was saying that instead of concentrating on local people who have money, we are always looking for outside. Then they will take that. Say, Bishop calls on government to stop wasting money traveling abroad. And whatever. That's how they will put it. Anyway. So all those papers. Now. Another thing the enemy has of you is pictures. Still and motion. How many will not like certain pictures to be taken in the first place? Yeah. Because nobody, you see, some of us, we are mysterious figures. Nobody knows us. Especially in the church. You are unknown. You are a totally strange person. When they ask you a question, what is your life? It's private. My sexual, my sexual, uh, my sexual life is private. It's private. And I ask you, so what relationship have you had before? So, one or two, one or two relationships. Meanwhile, it's one or two hundred. I'm coming to knock on your door. One or two hundred, you say one or two. I'm not hearing that thing well. Here, let me hear that thing. Where is the bar? You are not playing it well. Look. 
Mary's sexual life was very important to God and to all of us. Mary. Mary's sexual life. It's recorded in the Bible. It's private. Please, those are... I don't think I like to discuss. I don't think I like to discuss that. It's very private, please. So I think that's I think I think that's a personal question. If you don't mind, please. Thank you very much. I think that's a personal question. Your mouth like personal question. Your mouth like a frog with peppermint in your mouth. sexual life is in the Bible. Well, Pastor, I hope you'll not bring this up again. I hope you'll not bring this up again. You're praying. I hope this will be the last time we should talk about this. The Bible says, hmm. uh, hmm. I'm going to read the Bible. Is that even going? It's possible. I've told you enough. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, so we know the coming together. So we know Mary's coming, sexual starting point before so we knew before uh-huh. so we don't know you're coming together <laughs> she was found to be with child how could a virgin give birth how could this story be true if we don't know it how can we say that a virgin has given birth if we don't know about the sexual when the penis has entered. Joseph's penis has not entered Mary. Hmm. <laughs> Change the guy. Change the guy. <laughs> so, somebody should take over. <laughs> Now, Joseph, her husband, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her, planned to send her away secretly. But when he had considered that an angel appeared, do not be afraid to take Mary. Because you must be afraid. Uh You must fear. 
Yeah, you must fear. He said, you, you, you must be afraid of this Mary. Yeah. Fear, there must be fear in the church. <laughs> you are just moving around, you are not afraid. You must fear. Such a person we are about to marry, you, you suddenly before you realize. No. You must fear. So Joseph, he was, I said, hey, tell her. The girl is wild, though. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. Now, all this to, took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall be with child. You see? Another reason. And shall bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which translated means God with that. So, Joseph awake, awoke from his sleep as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and he took Mary as his wife. Now the next verse describes her sexual life in the house. But he kept her a virgin. He didn't go and have sex with her until she gave birth to a son. Until. So, so when we ask Mary, have you had sex? No, please. How will we know? It's the Bible. No, please. What about May? No, please. June? No, please. July? No, please. August? No, please. September? No, please. October? No, please. November? No, please. December? No, please. After December 25th? Eh? And some few weeks. And Joseph said, glory be to God. You guys are doing a great job. I need to get on with it. <laughs> so marriage sexual activity is recorded in the Bible. Yeah, her sexual pattern. Before, during, after, everything. The time that they had sex, everything. Time that they were not having sex. When they ask you, have you been having sex with your husband? That's a personal question. A ye is a, a what? <laughs> Do you have a beloved? That's, pers- that's personal. When I ask somebody a question, that's, that's personal or private. I say personal or private. From that day, we gave her a name personal. Personal, private. And we used to call, whenever we're eating, we used to say, it's personal. Eh? Is it personal? This one too is personal. Or mouth like it's personal. When the stomach is becoming big, is it personal? It is mysterious things that rather bring evil. Yeah. The more open you are. You see, as you come to the camp, you hear talking about all these different things. It helps you to be free because you, you realize that, ah, so it's also me too. I'm just experiencing the same so it helps you to be free that's my that's my personal life and i don't have an intention of discussing with anybody especially somebody like you (laughs) 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 Uh, that guy is even worse than the old one Collect the thing from him. 
Bring it, bring it to the front. Front. Hand over, hand over, hand over. Uh, spiritual police will arrest him and take the thing from him. He kept her a virgin. This is a simple sentence which is a summary of the sexual activities of Mary for several months. Yeah. There is personal. A mouth like this thing. Okay, okay, okay. Good, good. Are you glad that they have nailed all your documents? Are you going to go to a nation and nail documents through your going? Documents will be nailed. There will be nothing else. The power, number 32. The power of the cross is the power to give your life as a ransom for many. Hmm. Power to give your life as a ransom for many. And it's even the reason why you have a large church. Many people come to your church. Mark 10.45 For even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered to, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. Do you see? For the Son of Man came not to be ministered to, but to minister and to give his life as a ransom. Ransom means in exchange. Ransom money is the money you give to get back the life of the person. Is it not true? You give this as a ransom for that. So, the power of the cross, you know, sometimes when they kidnap somebody, and they say, pay this, and we release the person. Sometimes the money is not enough, so they don't release the person. When I went to Trinidad, they told me, they kidnap, this is what, the thing they do here is kidnapping. They kidnap you, or ransom, and when you don't pay, they cut off your head. Yeah. And so they told me some rich people had been kidnapped and so on. So we were being protected all the time. Yeah. And the thing was, you kidnap. You answer a businessman, rich guy, this, that. They come for you. They take you and they take your wife or your child or whatever. And you have to bring something that is enough. And when you don't bring it, you think that they are joking. And we have all watched films like that. You think that we think we are joking here. You think the devil is joking. The devil is the most evil, wicked being can ever imagine. And sometimes you see in Baghdad when they executed some of the people and all that. A lot of these governments have paid money to get their people free. In Korea, in this, that, and so on. They paid money to get their people free privately. Yeah. Under the table, they pay. Huh? Because it's such bad publicity for the country and the people become outraged when people are killed. Why do you send people to this place? Why have you followed America? They pay money to get their people out. Yeah. Well, the government has money. They can bring two million, five million, send somebody, contact the people, pay. Otherwise, we kill them. 
That's it. So you, you, they were going to kill you in Baghdad. The ritual Baghdad. God sent an agent with ransom money, which was the blood, his own blood. And he said, here, he negotiated and said, okay, this is it. And when the kidnappers saw what was being brought, they said, okay, take and come and you are free. And you see how powerful it is to be ransomed. And you see the guys, when they arrive at Heathrow Airport, they are so happy to be set free. Huh? They meet them with joy. Journalists meet them, ordinary people. Because they've been ransomed, they've been set free. He says, who gave his life? The ransom money that he paid was his life. And it was more than enough. It was more than enough for your case. For my case. For your case. For our case. Everybody's case, sorry. It was enough for thousands of years of humanity to pay the price to set you free. Clap for Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen, 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 amen. Good, 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 good. Number what? 33. The power of the cross is the power that enables a person to serve. For even the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life. Oh. A ransom. The Son of Man came not to be ministered to, but to minister. He came to minister and to give his life. Number 34. It is the power that enables. Hey, by the way, when they see you coming to serve God with your life, demons will be forced to give up because your life has been given as a ransom. Is it not a powerful thing? Your life, your cross has been given to ransom the people. Amen. Amen. How many have decided to give from today, Tuesdays to God? Don't give Tuesday. How many have decided to give Tuesday and Wednesday? Only Tuesday and Wednesday. How many will give Wednesdays to Fridays to Jesus? You see, can you imagine? Can you see the difference between giving Wednesday to Friday and giving everything? It's so different. And then Wednesday is in the evening. (laughs) Wednesday evenings. That's why, you see, when people want to come full-time mission, and they start saying, can we do it part-time? You realize that they don't understand what is ministry. Amen. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Amen, 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 amen. Okay. The power of the cross is the power that enables your sins to be forgiven. Ephesians 1, verse 7, number 34. Power of the cross, the power that enables your sins to be forgiven. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. Amen? Amen. 
What does it mean? We have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins. Forgiveness comes through the blood of Jesus. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. amen. Good, 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 good. Are you excited about that? Are you happy about that? All right. Marcella, come sing a song for us. Quick, quick, quick. Said I need your direction 
Said I need your protection And all I ask All I ask is for you To direct my path I need you Lord Early in the morning Need you Lord Need you in the noonday I need you Lord Late at night I want you, you To direct my path I need you Lord need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. need you, Lord. need you, Lord. I want you Sing it. to direct my path. need you, Lord. Early in the morning, I need you, Lord. need you in the noonday. I need you, Lord. Late at night, I want you, you. You direct my path I love to talk Early in the morning I love to pray Early in the morning I love to sing Early in the morning I need you To direct my path I need you Lord Need you Lord I need you Lord I love you Lord I need you Lord I need you Lord I need you, you, to direct my path. I need your direction. Said I need your protection. And all I ask, Lord, all I ask is for you. To direct my path. I need you, Lord, early in the morning. I need you, Hallelujah. Lord. How many need him early, early in the morning? In the morning. I need you, Lord, late at night, and just you, you, to direct my path. I need your direction, said I need your protection, said I need you, oh, how I need you. I need you to direct my path. I need you, Lord, need Hallelujah. you, Lord. Amen. Give the Lord a clap of you. Powerful. Thank you. Very good. Very good. Grace should hurry up and come before people take her place.